Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are sports and entertainment host Lindsay McCormick. Humanizing these players and showing who they are behind the scenes and in their day-to-day lives as opposed to just who they are in the X's and O's of the game. And NFL Buffalo Bills linebacker Lorenzo Alexander. And it's really all about just showing up. You know, we talk about being a professional, um, you know, as a football player, but I like to be a professional in life and, and being a professional Christian as far as how I live my day every single day. Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. I'm Roman Gabriel, your host, president of Sold Out Youth Foundation, uh, as well as former professional football quarterback. And uh, remember, if you want to give to our ministry, go to soldouttv.com. Check out the donate button there. Uh, go to donate. And, of course, we rely on gifts, and we rely on you to uh, help support our ministry so that we can continue to deliver high-impact athletes, coaches, and others that love God and are all about faith, family, and sports. So I look forward to uh, our guest. She's, uh, well, one of the regulars on this program. She's been on many, many times, but a very interesting young lady and very successful in the sports world and entertainment world. Lindsay McCormick with us. Lindsay, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I'm fired up, too. I tell you, it's been a, it's been a really interesting football year. And um, you being the – I always say that you're the fantasy football guru. So for all the fantasy football fans out there, if you're in multiple leagues, I've heard this said many times before, should you be in one league and focus on one league or be some of these people that like to be in like two or three leagues? I, so I've done both, and this year I chose to just focus on one, which was the National Football League Charity League. And to me, that's more entertaining because if you have so many leagues you're looking after – and so many players you have to keep track of, you find yourself rooting against yourself. So there's some times where uh, you'll be rooting for the offense of one team, but then the defense of the team that the offense is playing. And it's just not as fun, to be honest, because then you're just frustrated and you can't celebrate the victories and mourn the losses as much. I, I actually enjoy when there's just one team to focus on. Okay, so... Being a former quarterback, who was your quarterbacks this year? Oh, gosh. So I had Cam Newton and I had Deshaun Watson. And that voted very well for me for the most part. of the for the for most part. Well, you were really good because Deshaun Watson stayed healthy because he had a great year last year. And the only problem with Cam was I think he hurt his shoulder later in the year, which kind of inhibited it. Before that, he was on fire, though. Yeah, but in our league, so we have a flex spot. But in our league, you're allowed to put a quarterback there. So you have to have two quarterbacks ready to go at all times. And 
when Cam, they didn't play Cam in the last game to preserve his shoulder for next season, I had to then pick up the Jets quarterback and throw him in there, which thankfully he played well in that game because he was playing for pride at that point. But um, it, it, it's, it's very competitive. <laughs> So what do you think the impact, uh, you know, now that we've had fantasy football for quite some time and the NFL is really into it because they've got shows on all the networks, people cover it seriously like it like it was the real game and same thing on NFL Network and all that kind of stuff. How do you think it's impacted um, the casual fan being interested in football? Oh, I think it helps a lot. Uh, because, well, uh, there's pros and cons to it. On one hand, you don't have true fandom anymore those fans that live and breathe and die by their team and have watched it, watched day in and then day, like every week they tune in for their team. It's more so you have fans that are now interested in every single game, which is better for the NFL and better for ticket sales. But in terms of, you know, having that true fandom, you've kind of lost that with fantasy. But overall, it's better for the NFL. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk. I'm your host, Roman Gabriel, and with our guest, uh, multiple talented entertainment sports, she does it all. That's Lindsay McCormick. And, Lindsay, you know, we've talked about this, but uh, for three years now, you've had a hit show on YouTube, Elevator Pitch, that's, uh, you know, kind of kind of evolved from, like, Shark Tank. Uh, but you guys just got pulled on for another season, right? Yeah, season four. Um yeah, season three is out right now. If you missed the episodes, you can watch it on YouTube or uh, the Internet at various places. But, yeah, they got picked up again for season four. I love the premise of this show. Um, so there's a real elevator. You jump in the elevator. You've got your idea. You're, now, are you pitching someone in the elevator before you get to the top? So the entrepreneur gets in the elevator, and they have 60 seconds once they hit the button to start pitching their concept via a camera in the elevator. And the judges, which is myself and my colleagues, are sitting in the boardroom watching via camera this 60-second elevator pitch. And by the time they finish, the buzzer goes off, and we have to decide if we want to bring them up to the boardroom or sit them down. <laughs> well, you and I have talked about this before. I feel so so mean sending them down and you don't and you're not a mean person so you probably got to psych yourself up to be kind of like you know not so nice on the show right <laughs> i mean you have to I, i've had to learn how to view stuff as a business so is it a smart business deal and i can't think okay these people are going to take everything that we we say personally because at the end of the day they're in this field of business too so I've had to view things uh, very unbiasedly, very objectively, and is it a good business? If it's not, then we send them down. If it is a good business, then we we send them up, and then it turns into more of a negotiating kind of thing. Okay, so so I was in in Huntington Beach uh, about six weeks ago, and a good buddy of mine, who you know, took me to uh, see Kevin O'Leary, who on Shark Tank is Mr. Wonderful, uh, at a real estate convention, and he was speaking about uh, the keys to entrepreneurship. And one of the keys he gave of the three most important parts of being an entrepreneur was that you have to be able to pitch who you are, what you are, what your mission statement is, 
in no more than 60 seconds, sometimes 30 seconds. And he said that's absolutely critical to being successful in what you do in terms of getting your message out there because sometimes, like he said, you've only got a short period of time or less to be able to tell someone what you do and what you need and, and, and how you do it. Uh, so basically your program is right up the alley of, you know, if people don't have, you know, and the other party said is if you don't know your numbers and you don't, you don't have uh, your pitch in order, then, then you're going to fail right off the bat. So sounds like this really forces the contestants to have their program together, you know, even, even faster than what they do on Shark Tank. Yeah. Well, I, I just really hope, that, I think the reason why the show's been so successful and is around for a fourth season is because I think it helps entrepreneurs at home who are watching the show to hone their elevator pitch so that when they go into meetings, they know, okay, this works for this entrepreneur, this didn't work for this entrepreneur. So hopefully that this show is able to be helpful to people that aren't in the elevator. Craziest idea that you ever heard that you wanted to take but you didn't? I'll have to get back to you on that. I just was at the Consumer Electronics Show, and I feel like the new stuff that these larger companies just debuted, from Apple to Samsung and the foldable phone, has kind of out-crazied, if you will, the ideas that I've seen on, on Elevator Pitch. Here I thought nothing would be able to top some of these concepts, but then... I went to the Consumer Electronics Show last week, and my mind is blown. Wow. Lindsay McCormick with us from uh, Elevator Pitch and uh, also going to be joining our crew down at Super Bowl 53. Last year she couldn't make it because she was on IR with a, with the flu, which we believed her. <laughs> We're not sure it's true, but, but we think it was that she didn't want to come to Minneapolis and freeze, which we, after going, did not want to do. But this year, Atlanta, Georgia for the Super Bowl, our coverage will start with sold-out uh, on Monday, the 28th. And, uh, Lindsay, looking forward to having you come out with us. I'm so excited about it. Atlanta, so I went to school at Auburn University, which is about an hour outside of Atlanta. So I'm very familiar with that area. I, I love how well they handled the Olympics back in the day. And I think that this is just the perfect city for the Super Bowl. You know, as a, as a Christian and as a high-profile host, uh, as well as TV personality. Um, you started, you know, back in the day in Auburn with ESPN and, and covering football games. Um, tell me about how your foray into the entertainment business uh, as well as sports and those things coming together has uh, furthered your career. I would say that my mentality has always been I think when you're starting out, you're not exactly sure what to say no to and what to say yes to. And I got into a practice of just praying about it and saying, God, if you want me, I'm going to say yes to everything. And the doors that you don't want me to be a part of, the opportunities you don't want me to be a part of, just close those doors. And that helped me so much in the last 11 years of my career. And it's taken out the whole, okay, should I be involved in this? Should I not? Because as you know, there's a very fine line in the entertainment world as to what is stuff that is going to glorify God and what is stuff that oh, I'd rather not be a part of is not going to be the best look or the best representation of Christ. Lindsay McCormick's with us, uh, sports and entertainment host and personality. Of course, you're listening right here to Roman Gabriel, your host, and uh, your, your, your host that's looking forward to having a co-host for the first time of the Super Bowl, somebody who can uh, come alongside and uh, have a good time. Lindsay loves to have a good time. That's the reason why I love being around her. And, um, Lindsay, you just made a really serious move, right? I mean, you just moved from Houston, a place that you've lived for the most part 
you know, of your professional life and out to California because the opportunities are out there. So tell us about that. Yeah, um, I'm currently sitting in my living room surrounded by 10 boxes. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that pretty much sums it up. It's going to be a a long week uh, leading up to the Super Bowl for me uh, with unpacking. Tell me what your favorite part of covering – the NFL is in terms of what you what you've enjoyed the most in terms of football. Ooh, I would say when I first started out, I was more entranced by the X's and O's of the game and the strategy behind it. I mean, these are essentially two grown men, the head coaches, uh, putting together a game plan to outsmart the other opponent. And as I not finished my fascination with that part, but as I learned more and more about the strategy. Then it became, and got deeper into the industry, it became more about the stories and telling these men stories that are hidden behind their helmets. And I think we've done a good job as the media over the past decade of humanizing these players and showing who they are behind the scenes and in their day-to-day lives as opposed to just who they are in the X's and O's of the game. Well, you're going to get a chance to see who they are as we bring back uh, some really cool video and audio. Uh, of course, our show from Super Bowl, sold out on Super Sunday, uh, will be the night of the third Saturday night as we'll bring you some of the big interviews from Super Bowl from both teams as well as uh, some of the greatest players in NFL history also uh, for the website at AFR.net. So uh, American family audience, you can enjoy it. Uh, final moments with Lindsay McCormick, sports and entertainment personality. Uh, you're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk, of course, with Roman Gabriel, your host. And um, Lindsay, you know, one of one of the things that I do is I get a chance to talk to teenagers, uh, junior high and high school students. That's my day job. Uh, get the opportunity to uh, bring biblical principles, life skills, drug and alcohol education. Um, and I come across a lot of young ladies out there that want to get into the sports and entertainment business some. Um, what would you tell youngsters out there that are looking to get into this business, a very competitive one, as you know, um, of how they can do that? I would say take advantage of all of your resources, the Internet, YouTube. Nowadays, the most coveted broadcast jobs are not just the ones on TV. Nowadays, you can have a stronger viewership by just putting out videos of your predictions online. I mean, there's so many ways to get into this industry and to start building up your demo reel, which ultimately networks use to hire people. So I would say get creative, and which is kind of the same advice I would give entrepreneurs, too, on Elevator Pitch. Lindsay McCormick. And, uh, Lindsay, as long as you don't go on IRR like you did last year where you, you, <laughs> where, where you bow because of sickness or illness, we're not allowing that this year. So we're going to see you on the 28th of January as we begin a full week of coverage at the Super Bowl, and we got a lot of surprises this year. So looking forward to having you, looking forward to working with you, our whole team, and um, we're going to be sold out down there bringing some great stories from uh, both these Super Bowl teams. So I'll look forward to uh, seeing you there and uh, safe travels. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm excited. I I'm feel really grateful to be involved, and, you know, I always love working with you and coming on your show, and I, I'm looking forward to it. Lindsay McCormick, sports and entertainment guru, fantasy football. She does it all. And, uh, of course, if you want to support our ministry at, at Sold Out, our Sold Out Youth Foundation, where we help teenagers uh, 
reach their dreams and goals through our school program about alcohol and drug absence as well as biblical principles and life skills. Just go to soldouttv.com, push on the donate button, and of course we rely on you to help us support our program and reach thousands of kids across this country as we spread the good word uh, to kids about success and about staying away from drugs and alcohol. So go to soldouttv.com, please give there, and thank you for your support. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. This is Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with NFL Buffalo Bills linebacker Lorenzo Alexander. Visit SoldOutTV.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Wow, I'm with a guy who says he's 13 years, but he looks like he's a rookie. I appreciate Rizzo that. Alexander, Buffalo Bills, and uh, best dressed in the place, too. I like it. Yeah, trying to, you know, show out. You know, you're going high 60s on me. You know, I can remember my dad wearing something like that, having a little, not the color, but right. well, the, the skinny tie's back in. It is back in. Uh, you know, shout out to my uh, fashionista, yeah. uh, Bushra, that helps me uh, with all my suits and stuff. Being a veteran in the NFL is, uh, is you do have opportunities to have leadership opportunities right. to get involved with things that could be helpful at the end of your career. And mm-hmm. I know this is something that, that you were probably told when you were younger, but bottom line is, is you never know how long you can play in this league. No, not at all. 13 is a, is a, is unbelievable. Um, what's different now for you in your mindset going forward? You talked about later, you know, later, what are you going right. to do after football as opposed yeah. to when you were a couple years in? Um, it's perspective. Um, you know, I, I understand what's important now. I think when you're young and just for, you know, getting into the league, it's all about me, 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 me. And now that I have a family, I'm married. Right. Um, I'm always thinking about, about them and how I can provide. Um, and then my transition. Um, I think when you're young as well, you think this is never going to end. And as you get older and, and see guys that you know that are really, that play really well or, you know, Hall of Fame caliber guys, you see them start transitioning out. You know, it starts to become more of a reality that this is not going to last forever because we've all been doing this at such a young right. age. So just working on some things that I can uh, possibly do when I get away from the game because we're all more than just one thing. I'm more than a football player. And I'm um, just trying to see where else I may have some passion um, in life as far as doing as a career. Uh, for you at 13 years in, what, what, when I say faith, family, and football, what's right. that mean to you? That's how I prioritize my life. Um, I didn't always live that way, um, but coming in the NFL – and when did I get in the league? 2005. Um, you know, I was in Carolina, then got cut for various reasons. But God had his, his hand on my life and placed me in Washington, where I came across guys like James Thrash, uh, Randall Lale. Um, and then we had a, 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 our team chaplain, uh, Pastor Brett, who was phenomenal as far as just uh, delivering the gospel and the message of, of Christ. Um, and also during that time, Sean Taylor passed yeah. away. Um, you know, unfortunately, and all those things kind of coming together really made me start, you know, looking to the within, you know, why am I here? Why am I, why am I doing what I'm doing? What's, what's my impact? Um, and I came to the conclusion it was to live for Christ You yeah. know, after all that help, that leadership, that mentorship, that discipleship, getting from those guys and having that tragic incident happen in my life to kind of wake me and shake me, right. um, really made me change my focus, uh, more of a Christ centered life less about who who i am but trying to live out 
who he is every day in my life and making it all line up. And obviously, we, none of us are perfect. Sure. We're all sinners. But just daily, you know, dying to myself and trying to become more like his image each and every single day. You mentioned a guy that's very special. Uh, I covered him for the first time in 2005 at the Super Bowl, Antoine Randall. Yes. We got to know each other very well. And uh, if you're going to have a mentor, a guy can, who can hear the ropes of what uh, balancing this career is, he does a pretty good job. Yeah, he does a great job. And, and ALR obviously has an awesome story in his, in his own right. Um, and, and just being able to see him live it out daily. I mean, we, you know, you walk into the locker room and in the NFL atmosphere, everything is about winning and performing and production. And when I wasn't uh, a Christian and I would see him operate each and every single day, no matter we won, lost, he had a good game, bad game, uh, maybe, you know, something happened at home, a child was sick or something. He came in the locker room with the same light, uh, the same peace over his heart. And, and I wanted I wanted that because I would wake up most right. a lot of mornings and, like, have a need, uh, uh, you know, kind of like a hole in your heart, essentially. Well, there's and anxiety. There was a right, exactly, all that stuff. And this guy just seemed it, nothing affected him, you know. So just being around him, the more I got to know him, and obviously the more he shared with me, I understood Christ was his rock, and that's what he was standing on, and that's where his heart was surrounded around. So it, it all made sense as, as I've grown as a Christian. Buffalo Bills, Alexander on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio and covered you all from then to today. But the one thing I do see is if you don't have someone when you come into the league that you're fortunate enough that can right. be that mentor to show you how the game's played, mm -hmm. to pass on some knowledge and wisdom, uh, it, it's a very difficult atmosphere to live in for long. Yeah, it definitely is. And, I, and as I mentioned earlier, I've had a lot of great mentors. The guys' names, you know, James Stance, Ronaldo Wynn, um, Antoine Randall. Did you then say I think Ronaldo Wynn? Yeah, I know Ronaldo Wynn. Good Wynn. friend of mine, man. I've had, I see, I've had a lot of great brothers wow. in my life. London Fletcher. I mean, just a lot of strong Christians wow. in my life that I've been able to come in contact with. And then over those years, you, you all of those guys are mentoring me. Then you, you get peers that are on the same level, like Sam Acho or Matthew Slater. Guys of, of that elk that oh, you kind of awesome. you you put your arms around and you just continue to build and they hold you accountable and you know you just all working together for the better of the kingdom. You're you're talking about guys that are like uh, without bragging, uh, you know, spiritual icons in the NFL. Guys yeah. that really yeah. have been those people that have led the way. Right, and I've and I've been wow. fortunate enough to be around those guys and get to know them and uh, call them my brothers, call them my friends. So, do you feel responsibility at this time, you know, late in your career? Oh, to yeah. be that to younger players today, is that something that's really important to you? Oh, yeah, I mean, most definitely. And it's really all about just showing up. You know, we talk about being a professional, um, you know, as a football player, but I like to be a professional in life and, and being a professional Christian as far as how I live my day every single day. So one day you're not going to see me saying, hey, you should live your life, you should be faithful to your wife, and then at night I'm out at the club and I have a, uh, another young lady with me. Uh, you know, that doesn't add up. Right. Right. You know, and you see that sometimes. So my thing is, is trying to be consistent every single day. So guys see it, that it's genuine and it's who I am. And it's not something I'm trying to be in the light and in the dark. I'm something else. So it's right. all about consistency. So I do feel that responsibility on my team. As we were talking off air, I am the oldest guy. Yeah. And I'm just trying to live my, my life in a certain way with my wife, with my kids that is going to inspire other guys to figure out what is it about me, just like I did with Antoine Renalel, that has me living this way. And when we live in a world that says you should do whatever you want to do, you should indulge in whatever you would mm -hmm. like to indulge in. Um, and, and that's my whole goal, because I'm not going in there uh, Bible thumping. Sure. I'm building relationships. Living I'm living it. Building relationships. Guys know who I am. And then when I speak to them, 
They know it's my truth. And I'm or coming they come to, to you because yeah. they know they can trust you. And they know it's coming from a loving place Yeah. Um, at the end of the day. And that's what it's you, all about. You're what I call a platform guy. Um, you know, when you get to a point in your in your walk with the Lord, even whether it's football or whether you're you're a policeman or a, a right. lawyer or a doctor, the bottom line is at some point you realize that it's about significance, and it's about how how are you going to use your talents and abilities to impact other people's exactly. lives. So tell me about what you're doing. So what your passion is right now, because I know a lot of guys have foundations. Right. What yeah. Is yeah. And I have my foundation as well. It's called the Lorenzo Alexander Aces Foundation, and. Um, I grew up in the inner city of, of Oakland, California, oh, yeah. a lot of drug, you know, violence. Um, my dad wasn't in my life in the way a father should be. We've since then reconciled and have a great awesome. relationship. But my uncle Steve, my mom's brother, really uh, filled the gap for me growing up and was that father figure that I could turn to. So all I'm trying to do now is fill that gap the same way my uncle Steve did for me, you know, whether it's resources, as far as giving money, grants, um, mentoring, um, any way I can help a child realize that the spirit they already have inside right. of them is there and they can see it and they have the greatness that was inside of them help them realize that accomplish their goals and dreams and ultimately come back and do the same thing and then obviously we always ingrating christ within that because that's part of our foundation of our principles you can have plans but when god tells you to move that plan changes. <laughs> right yeah yeah i write i write all mine in uh pencil now yeah and on scratch pieces <laughs> of paper i don't care about because he's moved me a, a couple of times already where i didn't think i, I was going to get cut from a team and boom i'm somewhere else right and little did i know it was something for something way bigger than playing football it was about relationships as we talked about already and, and help building people and extending his kingdom to them well lorenzo it's been a real honor and a pleasure to have you on sold out sports talk I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate that. Good luck this year. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.